I'm Katie. Horses cannot vomit. I did know that somewhere in my brain. Somewhere in your memory? Yeah, I, I feel like I, I, I was not a horse girl, but I was horse girl adjacent. Um, I feel like I knew that fact somewhere. Yeah, that's a brand of child. And I'm Cameron. <laughs> okay. Join us using the hashtag Geeks Corner on Twitter to tell us all your favorite equine facts and why pie is clearly better. Oh, is that what it is? I actually didn't know. Uh, what's the What's the poll? There is a poll on Twitter if you go to the Daps Magic Twitter right now where you can tell us if you like cake or pie better. Um, so. Technically, I don't know that we ever posed the question. I think we simply said vote, for, vote for cake or pie. So who knows what the actual... Yes. So vote away, and then um, you can are. retweet it and tell us why. But what's after that? You vote. All right. We've got a lot to cover tonight, right, guys? Yeah. So we're going to get right into it. There's been a ton of trailers. Also, that came out this week, that uh, trailer, and I haven't watched it yet, but I gotta, I get these. It's called End Upward. And <laughs> see, right, I, I simply onward. thought that we got the Onward B trailer because they had Onward A. <laughs> yeah, that's good. That's good content right there. So, what do you think of this said trailer? I think it's cute. Yeah. Like I, the thing with Pixar trailers is you truly never know what you're getting. You have no idea. Yeah. Um. Up, it was simply Balloon House movie. Uh, this, I, I love the concept of this magical mythical world that becomes suburbia, and it's like, oh yeah. You know what it feels like right now? It feels like Hotel Transylvania, except brothers. Yeah. Like that's yeah, it's, no, yeah. That's yeah. true. But it doesn't mean anything because Pixar. Yeah. Uh, we hope. And I like the concept a lot. Uh, but I will say that the 24 hour deadline thing is already giving me anxiety. Because the whole time I was like, ah, but you only have so much time with your dad. We like you're running out of time. We only have one day to resolve the plot of this movie, just like Zootopia. And I feel like mm -hmm. uh, in the movie, I'm I, I'm spitballing here. But uh, listen, I'm just riffing here. Let me just let me storyboard this. But I feel like uh, what may happen is that they don't finish the spell to complete their dad, and they realize that. The memories with their dad were the adventures they made along the way. <laughs> I'm not even kidding. I feel like that's going to be some lesson like that. Or they finish the spell within the last five minutes and they have some heartfelt moment. Can I make my cold call? Cold yeah. call away. They find out by the end of the movie that the Just Legs one was actually their stepdad. I was also thinking, what if it's not their dad? Because there's no Step. proof. Stepdad. Step. Step. How many steps does so, it I mean, take? What he does is he steps. So, mm -hmm. yeah, I don't know. I'm very interested, though. I think the basis of the film is very intriguing. I like the mythical creatures living. He was an accountant. Like that was a. He's a math magician. Yeah, there's there's some there's some humorous elements. I think that'll happen to it. Um, what do you guys? How do you think it's going to rate compared to other Pixar films? Total no idea. 
Like, I have no idea. Uh, I feel like it'll be middle of the pack. I don't know that, I mean... Like, where would you put it kind of next to? <sighs> Let me, hold on, hold please. I do have, at all times, on my phone, my rating of Pixar films, my personal rating of Pixar films. Um, so give, give me one moment as I look up what my ratings are. Um, what I have in the middle of the pack is Incredibles and Cars 3. Okay. Um, and Finding Nemo. I'm very sorry if my middle of the pack things offend people. So you think it's going to be in there? Yeah. Okay. Uh, roughly. Cool. Uh, other trailer that came out this week is Jungle Cruise, and uh, we got our first look at this um, Mummy Meets Pirates of the Caribbean. <laughs> uh, very. Like, almost a little bit of Newsies thrown in or something, too, just the way it looked. Um, yeah, the aesthetics. I really enjoyed the "Hey, we're doing Haunted Mansion again" segment right towards the beginning there. That also, yeah. You know, that yeah, there was there was quite a few things that are. It's the Haunted Mansion formula. It's intriguing. Get notable celebrity, make very obscure references to a ride that only Disney fans are going to get to make them feel better about themselves. Mm-hmm. That's and it. it worked. <laughs> it worked. They did with the first Pirates too. Yeah. That's true. Um, I remember the first Pirates I actually saw in Minnesota, and there were so many jokes that I thought were funny, and the whole theater was just silent. And I was like, oh, this is so awkward. That's amazing. Like the dog barking thing with the key. Nobody understood it. And that's a pretty, like, I feel like everybody Iconic. should know yeah. that moment of Pirates of the Caribbean. Nobody knew. That's funny. Um, I think it's interesting because there's clearly a lot of connections between this and the Adventurers Club and some other things yes. happening. So I think they could actually do some world building with this movie. I hope they do. And not just stick with Jungle Cruise, but, you know, maybe it could end up with Mystic Manor. Maybe it could end up, like, there's a lot of places you can go with this. Are you talking um, about the Disneyland Cinematic Universe? <clears throat> I would love that. Uh, oh. The Disney Parks Cinematic Universe. Yes. Yeah. It seems to me like there's just if if you go through with a fine tooth comb of this trailer, there's a lot of references in it that could take you to a lot of different places. And um, well, and they've already started building uh, on kind of that lore more recently lately. Like if you go to Tropical Hideaway, there's a couple yeah uh, references <clears throat> to the explorers and adventures. Uh, I would love to see it. And I think this would be the perfect film to do it. Mm-hmm. My favorite part of the trailer is that the literal Jungle Cruise is a uh, kitschy tourist trap that just takes people's money. I love it. I love that everything is fake. I love that it's not a real... It's great. I love that he's controlling the hippos and uh, Schweitzer Falls. And like I, I love it. So prediction overall for this film and how it will be received? It's going to be fun and our community is going to enjoy it. I think so too. Yeah, I don't think <clears throat> that it's going to be bad i think it's going to be a transformers film it's going to be fun okay frozen 2 yeah i've heard of it there's a new trailer elsa lets her hair down what do you think let it go more excited about that than any other trailer we've discussed so far go ahead as i mean when a movie intentionally builds a storyscape i'm more interested Mm -hmm. um jungle cruise is borrowing bits um, Onward is playing on tropes. Uh, Frozen is actually building on lore, and that's much more in-depth. And I appreciate when you can feel the foundation of the story structure without having to have it said to you directly. For example, Onward says, we have 24 hours to figure out the top half of Dad. Whereas Frozen, 
Didn't say any of that, but it feels weightier. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. Uh, I am very interested uh, because the stakes are high. It's more than just Elsa and Anna. Mm -hmm. Uh, And yes, the first film had Arendelle, but it was mainly the story of Elsa and Anna. And I feel like this is so much bigger than just the royal family and that there's an entire world out there that's kind of at stake if magic doesn't get honed in. I think it's very, very interesting. Uh, And I think the universe they're building is fascinating. Um, And it's... I know it's a kid's film, but for some reason to me, this feels... uh, It it doesn't not feel like a kid's film. No, it's... They're writing children's stories in the same way Grimm wrote children's stories, which is that it's got a universal deep meaning that can be enjoyed by everyone, but is important to spell out to a younger generation for the morals it instills. Yeah. It just, it's it's very fascinating, the tone of everything, yeah. I think. So I am very interested to see how this goes. I'm much more intrigued about this movie than the first one. I've said that before. And yeah. it'll be, uh, I hope afterwards we're all talking about how successful they were with everything you've just said. Yeah. Um, because I just think there's so much potential here. And um, it, it could really kick off a new age of animation that's kind of a... You know, it's new leadership at, at the uh, studios, and you could just see. I mean, I would love for this to be the kickoff of a whole new, better than ever era of animation at the uh, at the uh, Walt Disney Company. Yeah, I agree. Um, third or fourth one was Lady and the Tramp. Woof. Yeah. Oh no. Oh no, that was bad. That was my reading. <laughs> if I was a dog. Yeah. Woof. Uh, woof. dot com. Deep cut. Somebody uh, owns that. <laughs> Probably. Mm-hmm. Well, woof with the PHF. Anyway. Uh, what order? That's a reference to The Office. Anyway, what do you think of the trailer? Uh, I'm very uh, thrown off by talking animals. <clears throat> so it's still taking me some getting used to. You know what threw me off more? What? Wasn't their talking, it was the eyes. Yeah. The whole looking up, like. There were some things that a dog just naturally wouldn't do. That's one of them. That I was a little bit I was thrown off by. Like have an Italian dinner? <laughs> no, that's, that one of the things? Like push around Italian dogs love Italian dinners. Um, what is an Italian dog? Ask one when you meet it. Okay. Um, yes. Update on pie versus cake. Oh, pie versus cake update. 11 votes. Cake Four. is at 64%. Whoa. Pie cake is, is at 64. 36. Yo, wrong. A whole bunch of liars were voting on That's this. Right. Wow. I like That's cake. Pie for days. Very aggressive. It depends on the pie for me. I actually agree. It depends on the cake and the pie. Um, so I have very mixed feelings on Lady and the Tramp. I think there's parts that I really like, and it was the first Disney movie I ever owned as a kid, so mm-hmm. there's always that connection there. But there's also parts that are very odd and concerning and, and weird. I, it just felt weird to me. And I don't know if that's getting used to their animation or whatever. We're gonna it's not it. getting used to because it's... Here's my hot take. Hot take. Take away. The, the animation doesn't have weight so okay. far. Um, it. We've discussed the Uncanny Valley several several times on the show. But this... There, there is a certain weight that you have to give to CG characters to make them believable. Yeah. And 
every time a CG it goes from CG to live action dog, you can tell immediately in this, which in other things you can't. It looks different. It looks it looks very yeah. different. Yeah, um, when they were in that one yard scene where they're talking yeah. and Lady was talking, it really threw me off. I think they should have made a choice for just one or the other. I mean, don't get me wrong, they could do it well. They should have made, made, made the homeward band choice. Yeah. They didn't move their mouths and they just talked. Yeah. Because yeah. that works. How much more interesting would a movie have been if it was all live action knowing that they had trained these dogs to be able to do yeah. this? Um, I think that would have been better. Yeah. Um, and would have given more work to animal trainers, trainers and animal rights. But I'm still going to watch it. It would have great. Yeah, still going to watch it. Watch it'll, it yeah. it'll be fun to see. Um, okay, so we are going to start our first ever Wikipedia war. And uh, so Cameron and Katie, pull out your phones, go to wikipedia.com. Isn't it .org? Yep. Okay. <laughs> I was like, please tell me. Thank you. Thank you. What? Where are we starting? Um, obviously, uh, do we... We're starting a Wikipedia war hashtag and hashtag Geeks Corner. Um, give me, anybody have a topic? Load. Disney topic? <laughs> Matterhorn. Parade float. Matterhorn Okay, start with Matterhorn. Matterhorn. But the uh, Disney attraction Matterhorn. The Matterhorn Disney attraction. Because this is Geeks Corner and it's the first time, you get five clicks. Okay. Okay. Did you just say that? Um, so what? you get to click through five things okay. to get to a new page. Did you do this already? No. no. Do it now. Go ahead. Okay. Get your five clicks. And we have to remember our order, right? So I'm opening each one in a new tab. You can do that if you want. Well, so that way I remember the order I did this in. That's one. Uh, so what they're going to do is as they open two. these and eventually get to their fifth uh, click, that will be a topic that's hopefully interesting. And they're each going to tell me what page they're on, Three. out of which I will make a debate for them to debate. And uh, I get to choose the winner. Ooh, that's going to be good. Four. But, of course, we like feedback from online, so let us know. Apparently, it takes a long time to click. It does. So yeah, next it does. time, we're going to do this at the beginning of the show in preparation for here. So we go straight to this. Yes. All right. So five. you guys got to your five. Katie, yes. what is your fifth thing? Toy Story. Toy Story. Cameron, what is your fifth thing? Existentialism. <laughs> How is that Disney? Um, okay. So, um, funny enough, I all of my five clicks have been Disney. That's why I was giggling. My four clicks have been Disney. And then on the fifth click, I was like, what if I clicked on majority shareholders? <laughs> I ran out of options. Toy Story. Okay. Toy Story. Um, <laughs> well, Toy Story is existentialism. If you think know, that's true. It really <laughs> is. I literally was like, what are we going to... Okay. Um, so between the two of you, we are going to, um, how is that manifest the Toy Story existentialism Okay. in the attractions in Disney parks? Oh. And, um, one of you will be pro, one will be against that it's not. Which way would oh. you like this to be? Um, I can take either. Who would you prefer? That was very gentlemanly of you. I'll go pro. I'll take Kong. So the, can you spot the subject again, please? How existentialism from Toy Story manifests itself in the parks. You are going to say that it didn't or it doesn't. Right. She's Specifically story, Toy Story related attractions or experiences? Toy Story in the parks. Okay. I'm uh, not going to limit it to attractions now that I'm thinking more. Cool. Because there have been things. Hit it up. Uh, who would like to go first? Not me. Cool. All right, so how is it Take not it. in the parks, Cameron? 
Existentialism is based on the, uh, the theories of Kierkegaard. Kierkegaard states that it's the individual self's experience that the only truth can actually be created via the existentialist movement. That's where the basis is. Individualism is key. Now, Toy Story is based on the assumption that the individual can be outside of the norms of what we assume to be real, a la toys having souls. The problem with that in the parks is that every experience is tailored to be a multi-layered experience. Anyone that approaches it can enjoy it in the same way, always having a positive experience. It is against the theories of existentialism to be able to have a Toy Story experience within the parks because existentialism cannot exist inherently in something that is created to be experienced joyfully by all. Done. Dang. Was that the good place? <laughs> I feel like I just, I feel like I just got an ethics lesson. You know what was funny is I was timing this and I was like, hmm, maybe I can use my bell if he runs out of time. And it wasn't even close, so that was five seconds. That just it just yeah. it was wow. forty two, but you know close because I didn't get time right along, but you know. Alright, so uh Katie, what is your rebuttal? So I will argue that uh, it is not the same experience tailor-made for every person in the park. If you have been on the attraction Toy Story Midway Mania, it is a different experience for each guest that goes through, bringing them into the Toy Story universe. Uh, also, if you do, there is uh, Woody and Bo Peep and Buzz Lightyear to meet, and they each are tailoring their own story with each guest that comes in. So I will argue with that fact that it is not a multi-layered attraction, and I hate that you're smirking at me in a way where you're already acting like you won. I hate this! I hate, I hate that I'm looking at you. Why am I looking at you? That's part of my argument about existentialism, by the way. That was planned. <laughs> Planned from a non-planned. Uh, yeah, no, no, segment. that was scripted. That was a scripted thing that I just said. Cameron, would you like? Are you done? Yeah, sure. Cameron, would you like to rebuttal? Uh, yes, you argue that uh, by individualizing the experience, that it allows the individual to be shown through. Mm -hmm. I would argue that that's the exact reason it doesn't, uh, because even though each individual tailored response is uh, something that can be achieved in either experience with the character or on the attractions you've pointed out, mm -hmm. the goal is still the same. Existentialism argues that it does not always have to be in the positive. So if you look at a ride like, say, Toy Story Midway Mania, you are always going to get points. That is the point of the game. You cannot get a negative score that is against existentialism. Mm -hmm. But I don't think it matters if the goal is the same, the outcome is not the same. My goals are not the same as yours. From a Toy Story perspective. Yes, but the outcome isn't the same. Well, yes, but it can't be anything other than positive. There is no room for negativity okay. in the world you have built. That is yes. against the Toy Story philosophy. Except you could lose. The true existentialist in Toy Story is Sid. He's the sure. only one that is having a true existentialist experience within mm -hmm. the Toy Story universe because he is creating his own experience with the toys he has. That's true. There is no option for a Sid within the parks. Sid could not exist. And they actually took away the menu in Toy Story Land because <laughs> people were literally <laughs> doing right, that. Final too thoughts much. from both of you. Each have two sentences or one paragraph to give you a wrap up. Cameron, you can go first. Cool. Um, I win. I yield the rest of my time. Wow. I would say that my opponent <laughs> is aggressively cocky and should not be trusted. <laughs> I agree. <laughs> <laughs> okay, before, before I announce our winner, um, based off of... of Plenty of thought. <laughs> <laughs> what is your real answer, 
to the question. Oh no, absolutely. Toy Story and existentialism go hand in hand. They're completely represented in the part. It's the exact argument I would have made. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I would agree with, uh, with both of you on that as well. However, Cameron, you killed it. Yeah, you really <laughs> you had did. It with your opening set, uh, statement. So the next Wikipedia war will be against Cameron. Um, I think we'll try to get Mark Eads on for this. Uh, I, think so. this I think we've, figured out how we're going to get Mark on Can we here. talk about the paths that we took to get to our articles, though? Uh, yeah, just a second. Oh, yes. Okay. Um, <laughs> Jacob on uh, YouTube says, I would argue, through uh, though, that the involvement of guests inside the attraction or land for Toy Story is is existential, but the actual IP as characters aren't, given that, there aren't, uh, that they're there to serve the purpose of guests own free will, i.e. successfully winning at Astro Blasters Midway Mania. We forgot about Astro Blasters. Dead. That said, it gets lost when you when you land, build, and just offer experiences. And you can experience a null experience on Astro Blasters. It's the direction I would And nobody gone. actually got into characters in the parks and... Um, touched on it. Didn't touch on We didn't touch, go into that. Could have gone a whole... Yeah. All right, so what was your path real quick? And then we're going to uh, head on over to Disney+. Plus. Matterhorn bobsleds to Fantasyland to Shanghai Disneyland to Toy Story Land to Disney Pixar to Toy Story. Wow, okay. Cool. I was trying to leave concepts within the parks and that got me way off the, the, the base. So <laughs> I, uh, Matterhorn bobsleds to Force Perspective... Uh, to human, because it was the only thing I could even get close, to language, to the philosophy of language, to existentialism. Can you imagine if we got stuck with philosophy of language? <laughs> and Toy Story? <laughs> How toys communicate. Yeah. Oh, that would actually, that would work. Yeah. That would work very well. Who should say and who should All right, well, very good job, guys. We'll have a logo next time. And, uh, the music, was, the music. I, I liked it. Yeah, we'll work on that, too. Yeah. All right, so we're going to wrap up. Yesterday, um, Twitter exploded as Disney <clears throat> Plus unleashed a waterfall, practically, of movies and titles that are going to be coming out on Disney Plus when it arrives on November 12th. My, verse, my first question about all of this is mm -hmm. what one title, just... all that was released yesterday, because there's been a few others, are you most excited for come November 12th? I don't know. Flight of the Navigator. That does not surprise me at all. Oh, yeah. Flight of the Navigator is a great movie. And if you haven't seen it, it's the best. I had it on a bootleg VHS growing up, and I knew exactly how long to fast forward through the commercials on it. It's a good thing. That's, that's how I had it, too. Oh, it's so good. Katie, do you have one? Uh, my <clears throat> kind of weird non-Disney answer is The Sandlot, because it's a very... Uh, it's one of those movies in my family that just kind of... We would always, uh, we would drive to Arizona every summer, and that was always one of the DVDs that we had for the car. Uh, and we quote it all the time, and The Sandlot is just, it's one of those movies. So, uh, I remember having DVDs in the car growing up, right? Okay, cool. That's fun. Um, I We had books, but you couldn't do those because then you get car sick. Not to mention then those weighty stone tablets that were impossible to bring. <laughs> <laughs> anyway... <laughs> Sorry, I insulted him by insulting you. That was yeah, pretty good. I'm sorry that I'm 12 that was years old. And he wasn't wrong, but that's okay. Um, I, as I was saying it too, I was like, I know this isn't relatable. Like, <laughs> Herbie rides again. I am looking forward. Yeah, to that makes like, sense. I have not seen. I have not seen that since I was probably like seven. Um, there's actually a lot of movies on there. Um, there's a lot of true life adventure ones that I'd forgotten, like Sammy the Way Out Seal. Has anybody nope. seen that? I never talk about it. It's it's a hilarious. It's a great one. Um, uh, when are the magic saying they're looking forward to seeing the country bears? Oh, uh, Jacob's looking forward to Saturday morning cartoons. Collective fever dream mm -hmm. of the country bears, two thousand one. Is that yeah. the Chris Walken one? Uh huh. Get you bears. 
I feel like in some ways it was almost a precursor to the Muppets. Now that I'm thinking about it, not that film. I was like, the Muppets were around before that film. No, the villain. Like, there's yeah. there's a similarity there. Yeah. Now, the way he just did that. Um. So, what do you guys think? One of the things that was going around Twitter is the I'm going to call it rebrand. Yes. I want to see the rescuers. Oh, the rescuers! Rescuers. That's rescuers. Good, yeah, good answer. That's a good one. That's a very good. Choice. Um, let us know what else you'd like to see in the comments or uh, Twitter. Um, one of the things that was going around Twitter yesterday was the rebranding of Miracle on Thirty Fourth Street. Mm-hmm. Yes. Uh, what do you guys think of this? I personally have no preference whatsoever. Disney bought it; they can label it however they yep. want. Yeah. Um, there was the whole like, oh, they're changing history. I'm like, no, they bought it. They're putting their label on it because they want to sell it. Um, I don't think they're. I think that's the best point is that they're not changing anything. They're literally just putting a label on the outside of it. Mm-hmm. I don't, I, I think that's completely fine. It's when you start messing with the content, like say if you were to add CG after the fact to a famous yeah. like space wars film, that, that would be a problem. But I would love to see if some way we got the original, like star Wars cuts. Um, yeah. yeah, I, yeah. I, I've um, had the same thought of like Bailey's uh, saying that she'd like to see the ugly dachshund, which happens to be one of my favorite Disney movies as well. Um, video. No, but it's similar. Have you seen it? No. Because you're actually closer to the plot than you realize. <laughs> because it's what happens when a Great Dane thinks it's a dachshund. Hence the ugly dachshund. <laughs> it, you got to watch it. It's Apparently. Dean Jones, Suzanne Plachette. You guys don't know who that is either. Nope. That's okay. Nope. Hopefully somebody somewhere knows what that is. Bailey does. Bailey, Bailey of does. Course. Um, Andrew Miller says Kurt Russell movies. Um, which reminds me, we do need to talk to somebody tonight. We have a special. <laughs> we, we have a special guest. As Walt Disney once famously said. <laughs> once. Once said. Um, there's one thing that needs to be addressed um, and pleaded for. Um, and, and we're going to bring in a special guest tonight. For Disney Plus. Um, That's the... Kurt Elizabeth Russell. Thank that you. is Welcome correct. If you would like to go to Twitter, and you can put this on the, the lower third probably or somewhere, is, uh, let's see if this works. <laughs> hello, sir. Hello, hello. We have with us resident uh, Twitter, I don't know how to do this, maybe this way. Disney Plus expert. Disney Plus <laughs> expert. Our friend uh, Tomorrow Landry. How, <laughs> how do you say your Twitter handle? Uh, yeah, yeah, it's just Tomorrow Landry. Okay, I did say it right. Tomorrow Landrew. Um, I asked the guy who has Tomorrow Landrew and said no. So. Oh, I'm sorry. That's not nice. They should give it to you. I'm going to put this up here so you guys can hear, hopefully. And um, you have had a very wonderful dialogue with Disney Plus. Is that correct? Is it a dialogue? You can that yes yes i would say that it's been very one-sided but not entirely so that's that's a a plus for me so you have one really big hope for disney plus right yeah um i don't remember i don't remember when exactly i started watching this tv show it's entirely possible that it wasn't until after i had seen the lead-in movie uh but that's fine gosh i think i think it was 2001 uh, Disney and Pixar put out a 2D animated film, Buzz Lightyear of Star Command, The Adventure Begins. And uh, it was a kickoff for a series that played on ABC. Yep. So, 
it ran for like two seasons. There's not more than 50 episodes total, but it has some of the best uh, writing and like isms and like catchphrases uh, of any Disney show that I've ever watched. And I really enjoyed watching it when I was on my college program. Uh, it was something that there was like a guy on YouTube that had almost all of the episodes, and so I watched them that way. But and I, I would love, love to see it added to Disney Plus. And it's really the show everybody wanted after seeing Toy Story, isn't it? Yeah. So I'd also make the uh, the claim that Tim Allen is not Buzz Lightyear. Patrick Warburton is Buzz Lightyear. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> he has more screen time. I haven't done the actual math now that Toy Story Four has been released. Oh yeah. But I know before Toy Story Four was was released. There was more uh, screen time for Patrick Warburton Buzz Lightyear than there was uh, Tim Allen. And to fill in the gap a little bit, just so we're all on the same page, the if I remember right, the 2D movie and the television show were in fiction. If Buzz Lightyear was real, that that yeah, that, it's that, sort yeah. of like the the. Um, the title sequence and everything is that Toy Story characters in Andy's room are flipping channels and come across Buzz Lightyear Star Command. It's a, it's a TV show in that universe. is in the universe. So it's, a, like, it's a like 40's Roundup for, for Buzz. The toy. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Mm. Exactly that. Um, was this, I don't know if you'll know this, but I feel like if anybody will, <laughs> you will. Um, was this related at all to the show that they had at Tomorrowland Terrace with Buzz Lightyear and the... Because I, I think they were connected. I have no idea. It wouldn't surprise me. We need to look into that. Outside of Toy Story 2 uh, doesn't have a whole lot of weight besides being like Buzz's nemesis. Right. So that would surprise me. I had no idea that the Tomorrowland stage was ever Buzz Lightyear themed until like two years ago. Yeah, you're going to have to look up the show. I'm a Disneyland local, so it wasn't something that I had prior knowledge of. So make your final plea to (laughs) Disney Plus. On this platform. On this platform. And, and hopefully people will follow you on Twitter and retweet these because I've been loving this for the last... Has it been like two months? No, it hasn't been that long. It's been maybe two weeks and I've missed a couple Oh, it feels weeks. like it's been longer than that. I'm sorry but... to say. Okay. Uh, yeah, Either no, way, it's been great. Two weeks. It's the best. We um, love it. All right. So here's, here's my plea. The, the thing about Buzz Lightyear Star Command is that it is a comedy. It is traditionally animated, which is fantastic, something I would love to see more of. I know that people are regularly enthused about traditionally animated uh, series again. Um, so that's that's an aspect of it. I think the writing on the show was great. Like I said, there were catchphrases and things that uh, I, I wish I could give you more of. But like, there's one where Buzz uh, like ambushes an enemy and falls through like a floral arrangement. Is wearing like a bonnet and holding flowers and says. Go ahead, make my bouquet. <laughs> it's it's things like that. Uh, I personally love the show so much that all of my Apple products are named for some kind of Buzz Lightyear Star Command character. My uh, Mac that I'm using right now to FaceTime you is Star Command. Uh, I had have had iPhones that were Buzz Lightyear Warp Dark Matter. I have the the Red Seven Plus this is Booster. Um, well, the, show, the show itself has had an impact on me outside of just enjoying the comedy, but I think it also is a, a way to kind of, it's, it's almost like a, a crime drama or a police procedural, right, where something happens, they have to solve the problem, but the, it's, it's more of a team environment than most of those shows are. You either get a one-person or like a buddy 
buddy experience. So it's it's uh, a way of shining light on the team aspect of overcoming obstacles. Um, and you get great things with with XR and the vampire robot Nosfor A2, the Wire Wolf. <laughs> really, if you just look up the, the episode titles, it's great. Santa Claus is from a different planet. It's just well, so of course. Good. Well, thank you, Andrew. You are the this is the way that everybody should uh, make requests to Disney and Disney Plus because it's been fun. It's been positive. It's been ridiculously respectful. Yeah. And and I really hope they put it on if for no other reason than so you can watch it. <laughs> if, I, if I could also shake your house because I went to uh, Lost and Found Sale um, by like 2.30 a.m. whatever. I, at 8 o'clock, I received a direct message from the Disney Plus help account <gasps> on Twitter. Wow. It says, hi, Torlander. Thank you for reaching out to us. While we want to reach to the stars and beyond, we can't confirm everything just yet. We'll definitely ask the right people to consider adding Buzz Lightyear Star Command, as it's always great to hear from a super fan. And so I'm not saying that that 350-tweet thread was my <laughs> doing, but I think they wanted to, like, shut me up for a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> that is possible. I hope I hope that they don't though. Keep it up, and uh, we will keep following this story and let you know when uh, we get Buzz Lightyear Stark Man on uh, Disney Plus. Thank you for coming on. Thank you. Yes. Have Bye, a great Andrew. night. Bye. That was amazing. All right. Well, there you have it. Everybody, follow him on uh, Twitter, and it's at the very least very entertaining to watch his tweets, but. At this point, I want to rewatch just because he loves it so much. I agree. It's hard not to, to root for him. So, um, make sure do that. It'll be great. Hey! <laughs> That's good. Go to geekscorner.com. That's the site you're on right now. Watch all of the shows we've done. All of them. They're all there. Everyone. You should go to dapsmagic.com so that you can find out first when Buzz Lightyear Star Command is added to the Disney Plus streaming service. See all the Disney and Geek news as it happens. Subscribe to our mailing list and find our Patreon. And while you're at subscribing to things, make sure to subscribe to this YouTube channel so that you don't miss any of the videos that we have going up. We've got a lot still to go up from Florida. Mm-hmm. We've got more things going up from this weekend. Uh, we have so much content going up. Um, it's hard to keep up with. We posted a whole day of the Disneyland band. A whole day of the Disneyland band went up on Sunday, so don't miss that. But uh, yeah, that's right. Um, anyway, that is all the time we have for you this week. We will see you around the corner. Bye. Bye.